How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's Mike show and the Bulldog. How many bees is a swarm? It's two a swarm or three, whatever. How many does it have to be? And I feel like seven. It's Mike Shope. How many how many times do you have to be stung to have been swarmed? And I was like, dude, I got swarmed. I got stung only once, but I was swarmed. And the bulldog. You insist you were swarmed. There were bees, man, like plural, big, lots of S's. Lots of E's and S's. Bees. <laughs> that, was, that was not bees. fun. Bees. <laughs> right. That was not fun. On WGR. Hey, man, that kind of hurt. Sports Radio 550. You don't know how lucky you are to be tuned in for what's about to happen. Wow. I feel fortunate to work here. Well, that's always true, isn't it? I, uh, definitely, yeah. Oh. yeah. All the festivities. All the yeah, parties. No, especially that, yeah. Uh-huh. The parties, the dance parties. I am reporting. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. That. Of the 17 games on the 2024 bill schedule, I can rule out five for week one, which gets us that much closer to certainty on the schedule. Won't be till May, probably. (laughs) Right. But I would like to rule out five games from being the opener. Okay. You've got our attention. Kansas City at Buffalo will not be a week one game. I think that that's probably right. You agree with that? Kansas City has other plans. Yeah. Home they, uh, Thursday they, night. They won the Super Bowl again? They won again. The Chiefs? Yeah. I didn't think they were that good this year. 
They weren't. They were one of the worst offensive teams, if not teams, to ever make a Super Bowl. And they won anyway. They made it anyway, and they won anyway. Confounding to those of us (laughs) who either want a different result, are in the business of analyzing sort of how things work in football, or both. When a bad team, especially when it's won before, a relatively bad team for a Super Bowl team, especially when it's won before, wins, it really just sort of, it's kind of like, that's it. (laughs) That's it. What else is there to say? You know, I mean, what do you want to do about it? Want to draft another edge rusher? (laughs) I mean, what what do you want to do about it? Well, how will next year be different? You have no particular way of expecting next year to be different. They Just we'll again. find out if it is. They won again, and they kind of won with defense. And so, you know, get me all the weapons so that Josh Allen can just hang 40 on the Chiefs. It's getting harder to have that, you know, settle for that being your approach. Um, because, you know, like they, 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 they did it a different way this year, uh, I think. I think. Um, they got, certainly got a lot of credit for their defense this year, and you know they had some tremendous individual performers there. The, the coach of the defense gets a lot of credit. So um, yeah, anyway, so it won't be the Chiefs. Who are it, it the other not, four? It will not be the Chiefs. Also, I am reporting. My sources. I have no sources. The Bills will not open the 2024 season at the New York Jets. know this because it's what happened last year so they wouldn't do it again or is that's there right. some other smoking gun that's right okay there's no way that's the idea they land on for week one for the jets or the bills right maybe here i kind of doubt that because there's still like a rogers spectacle that never really occurred last year i mean four plays so i think that that wouldn't be reason enough to like just reset it and say let's do we never really had this game last year let's do it again when we had the game but we didn't have Rogers there's there's got to be a better no okay. I, I, I don't agree think there so. has to be a better one but I I don't know that someone in the meeting is saying you know <laughs> try it again try it again no it would let's just run, be weird run it back it would just be weird if they did that I agree I agree it would be weird so, I wouldn't want to rule it out it's certainly not as ironclad as this Chiefs thing. I'm pretty sure the Chiefs thing is pretty set. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty set. That's like 100%. For me, the Jets one is like 96%. Okay. Let me put some numbers on it. I'm a numbers guy. All right. I want to hear the other three, uh, but I I, I'm, I might be in the, in the 80s. On the Jets? Yeah. In the 80s. So good. <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. All right. About. <laughs> uh but you love working here. I know that. I do that's love it. Sad. I do love it. I, it means a lot to me. The third game on the 2024 Bills schedule, I am saying there is no way we'll be on week one, is at the Rams. Okay. I agree with that, too. That just happened. Two years ago, that happened. Right. Well, that's just weird. To, that's weird also. At the Week one, we just had that. I'd put this at like 87%. One reason is I like Rams Niners for week one. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I thought of when you brought them up. Okay. I mean, would they really sort of send the Bills back to L.A. for the opener? Such an unusual matchup relatively, and I don't think so. 
I don't think so either. And Rams Niners sounds like Sunday night. Yeah, I, I like that sort of that sort of game Sunday night. Dallas San Francisco is on the schedule. Um, Niners have some good options if they wanted to put them at home on Sunday night. Not that they have to. All right, so I'm ruling out the Rams. Number okay. four, I'm ruling out San Francisco at Buffalo week one. I don't think you do that to either of those teams. There's no rivalry. Give the Niners their game. Give the Bills their game. That game can wait. Maybe it's a night game. Maybe it's yeah. a 4 o'clock sometime yeah, late in the I, season. I'm All I'm thinking is that could be a week one night game, but I don't, I don't think it, need, it, it needs to be. It doesn't need to be. Uh, 65%. That's it? Yeah. Well, it could be. It's, a, it's an appealing matchup. I mean, it certainly qualifies as a night game. Um, you know, and I, I wouldn't want to just absolutely say the league wouldn't, like, you're not going to do that. I don't know. It's a marquee matchup. You're both good teams. Play each other. I like it as a late season 425 Fox game, like the yeah, Dallas game was. To run here. Yeah, right. Yeah. And my fifth choice, ruling this. Actually, I'm going to make it six. I'm going to make it six. I'm going to I'm going to raise here. My fifth game will not be week one at Baltimore. Now, why is that? Too good. <sighs> Because that 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 could be Sunday night too, or it, Monday night. It could. The markets are a little small for Week One Sunday night. It you know that's Dallas or that's San Fran, L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like those those ideas more, but I just wouldn't rule it out. The Bills in the not too distant past have been to Baltimore for regular season openers twice. Peterman. And before that, Tyrod Taylor, when Rex was the coach, they opened at Baltimore. Um, is that a reason why they wouldn't do it or why they would? I'm dun, saying dun, no. Dun. I'm saying no. It's It makes sense. Here are the two teams that didn't beat Kansas City. You know, it makes right. sense. But yep. MVP. I think MVP I want to put. I think I want to put that game in prime time at some point, but I wouldn't put it in week one. Seventy-seven percent, and I just thought of a sixth one. I'm at sixty. Sixty on Baltimore. Uh, the uh, the odds are funny, right? Because what are the odds of any one of these games being right? <laughs> <laughs> the odds are all a little bit conservative, I think. Here, um, the one more I was going to add here, but maybe I don't want to, is at Detroit. I kind of like it though. I would love that as an opener, just because it would mean we're not going there on Thanksgiving again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then that's not necessarily a point about the Bills. It's it's more personal. Just, just, we just have Thanksgiving back, please. It's nice to have Thanksgiving. Uh, selfishly, I want the holiday. Yes. Um, you know, although a Detroit game, that's out of the way early enough that you can have Thanksgiving after right after the game, and it's fine. If you don't want to have a house full of people for the game, do you, you might. Anyway. Do you remember watching Detroit on Thanksgiving this year? Uh, yes. They got beat up by Green Bay. Yeah. yeah. Bulldog, 
I told you, and you have to believe me, I'm not drafting too much yet. Like, I've not done a single underdog draft yet, and they've been up for, you know, weeks now. I've got maybe six slow drafts. Some are completed. One is still going in FFPC. I am drafting the you-know-what out of the Green Bay Packers offense. What do you think about that as a bet? I'm drafting Jordan Love all the time. He's still pretty cheap. Not so much Aaron Jones. I don't know what to do there. Mm-hmm. But he did have an he had a monster playoff. So I don't know. Is he done? Like he are was they still there. Are both he and Dylan under contract moving forward? Um, I don't think Dylan even matters okay. anymore. He was so bad. I don't know about Jones. I don't think of him. He's not on the free agent list. Right, right. So I bet. I, I, I feel like we'd hear his name mentioned with all their top running backs if he were available. Right, and it, it isn't. Yeah. It's it's Barkley, Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Pollard, Eckler probably. Aaron Jones is signed. His cap hit is $17.5 million. He is ah! on the team. Well, his dead cap is twelve, So he's $5 million savings. If they wanted to do that, but it's twelve million dead, and Dylan may be up. Dylan was really awful there. So, um, all right, maybe Aaron Jones is a good good bet. He's probably also pretty cheap. But uh, Jaden Reed, mm-hmm. Wicks, what's the first start, long name starts with D? Devondre, DeAndre, Dontavion, um, Dontavion Wicks, Dontavion. Thank you. Yeah, and Christian Watson maybe two tight ends. Musgrave, Kraft. I, I love drafting the Packers and like the most expensive guy. And Dobbs is still there, right? Romeo Dobbs, the most expensive guy in drafts might even be like it's Watson who barely played again. It's tons of injury history, hamstrings. Like I got him in this draft. Well, Love and Watson together end around seven, early round eight. Aaron Jones probably went before that. He went uh, beginning around six, so he'd be the first Packer. All right, so. They, they they hammered Detroit in Detroit on Thanksgiving. I don't know. I think if the bill if you said to me you you knew somehow that the Bills were going to be in prime time in Week One, I love at Houston. I think that's a great game for Week One. What a test for Houston at home, big market if it matters. And then here are the Bills, and the the, the narrative would, would be what. All about the reverse AFC power rankings today. That's what the narrative would be. That that would certainly get its mentions. But are the Bills, like, who would you rather be? Right. That's a great discussion going the, into that game. The new kid on the block. Here's Josh Allen going into, you know, a, a new year with sort of like the Bills have had to, re, you know, reset, recalibrate. Like, you know, yeah, it would be, it'd be a lot. Yeah, that's a juicy, that's a juicy game. That is. That is right. I mean, that yeah, would, that would be yeah, good. It is. Yeah, Houston. Um, yeah, I, I, the only reluctance I have, although the league has been quicker, like you know, last year they put Detroit in in the opener, the Thursday opener in Kansas City. I'm like, I don't, boy, they don't really, they haven't earned that. They weren't even a playoff team, um, and I feel like it takes the league a little time to like, you know, put teams, prop teams up into those. Those spot opening weekend prime time, uh, like you're saying, but Houston, I think the league sort of, I don't know, I I, I don't want to make that point anymore because the league showed last year they were willing to go rightly so out on what I thought was a limb for Detroit and they got paid off. I mean Detroit beat the Chiefs and had a great year, 
made it all the way to the NFC title game. So, you know, bully for them. So the, I could see them backing Houston the same way. Like, you know, not, not opening night, but still, you know, primetime opening weekend. I think if they don't, if, if you told me the Bills are playing at 1 o'clock on Sunday mm-hmm. for opening, day, I, I would pick the Jaguars, I think. <laughs> They're coming here, right? Yes. Yeah. That would be my, I would just like, here's, here's just a, here's a game. <laughs> here's, Pull it out of a hat. Here's a game. Have a game. <laughs> Tennessee on the home schedule. They were here week two. Uh, the Rams year, two years ago. Arizona. Arizona has gone to the East Coast on week one. They've gone to Washington. this Last year they went to Washington. Uh, I think they went to Baltimore maybe the year before week one. Like, they have uh, made the trip. I'm not sure. Like, do teams at all have any influence? Like, any like here's one thing we would like. You know, get this out of the way or anything like that. So, the home games, the Bills home games we haven't mentioned uh, before this last part, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Arizona, and the division games, also San Francisco and Kansas City, which should both be like spotlight games. Yeah. Away at Houston, I think that's really awesome for week one if it happens, like just for a great talking point game. Uh, at Indianapolis, not terrible. Right. At the Rams, at the Seahawks, last time the Bills went there, that was a primetime game. Holy cow, is that Richard Seymour clubbing? Richard Sherman. Yeah. Richard Sherman. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Sorry, yeah, Seymour, yeah. former Patriot. Uh, Richard Seymour, who's the receiver? Um, Powell. Oh, maybe. Yeah, okay. But he just he, clubbed him? Yeah, he just personally, like, yeah, just away from the play, just hammered him. Yeah. Right. And then he said it was okay. Nothing was called. Right. Because right. of where the ball, the ball was out of the pocket. Some, Tyrod some, was out of the pocket. Some, something like that, yes. Even it, though it's also, like the ambiguity of sports rules, even though it's also like completely unnecessary roughness. Right. It technically wasn't a foul, but it was. It was another foul. Right. It wasn't one foul, but it was a. It was five others. Right. Right. Game on the line, home team, forget it. You're Buffalo, who cares, yeah. forget it. Yeah. Um, that might have been Tyrod Taylor's best. Best game as a bill. It, maybe, yeah. He was excellent. I like him as an idea for backup quarterback, by the way. Oh! Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I haven't thought about that I, once. I think he maybe is perfect. I mean, he, he, he can still – I mean, I know he's 35 years old, but he shouldn't cost a ton. He can run a little if you want to keep that part of your offense intact. And he's careful with the ball. Like, he's probably not going to get you beat. I don't you know, is he, how much is he going to win for you? Well, hopefully he doesn't have to win at all because he never has to play. But I, I feel like, I don't know, I, that, would, that would make me happy if they did that. It's not too weird? I don't think so. I think it would have been weird, you know, three or four years ago. But I, I think enough time has gone by. I don't know. I, I I don't know if it you know if he left here feeling like McDermott didn't respect him or anything. I don't know if there's bad blood or not, but I I think it I think it would make a lot of sense. Maybe McDermott would love they'd love to be back together because they're both they both seem to hate Dable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, that's not fair to Taylor. I'm not sure Taylor hates Dable. Seems to hate Taylor yeah. and McDermott. Maybe just he's the problem. Maybe he's could, the problem. Could be. Wink Martindale doesn't seem to like Dave. Wink. Either. Yes. <laughs> There's all kinds of issues there. Yeah. And, but, you know, 
Yeah, sorry to just bring that Taylor thing on you, but I've been, I've been, th- I, I've been, you know, over the last ten days or so looking at the lists of guys and like, all right, <laughs> like, we take that out for a spin. What do you think? He's your favorite backup quarterback idea, you would I, say? For right now, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen anyone that I like more. I brought up Zach Wilson yesterday. Oh God! <laughs> just wanted to see. I just wanted to hear how it sounded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, what about? What happens to Zach Wilson? Like the Jets, you know, this was this was uh, hot. The Jets said we've allowed to, we've given him permission to seek a trade. <laughs> right. And I was like, sort of, I was starting a segment mentioning that, like, you know, I, I don't know, could a team like the Bills or the Chiefs or somebody like that maybe think he's worth an investment, like a last round pick or something like that? And then I went, oh, wait a wait a minute, what is the money? And the money is like eleven million dollars, right? Because right. of his draft status, right. like no, I don't think so. And then there's the the thing about them probably having watched him play. Well, there's also that, but these are backups here. <laughs> right. Miami week one, would you dig that? I mean, has it been sort of played out a lot already here recently with the Dolphins? I don't know if I need well, that week one. Well, I mean, the, but when's the last time they opened with them? I mean, they've closed with them a couple times. Here, the, just this past year, and 17 comes to mind, and there's a year in between there, too. It's been a long time. Uh, How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, but open with them, yeah, I mean that. I think Brian Mormon did a thing the last time the Dolphins opened here. Okay. What would that have been? The Bills probably won. Like probably won. What is that even? Uh, I just remember there'd be like a, a drought year where it's Miami here week one. And um, that's what I'm thinking of. And like Brian a, Mormon did a thing. Okay. Yeah. Mormon, maybe. Someone out there knows exactly what you're talking a about. A fake. It, you know, if it's right. Maybe there was a fake. 
I'll look that up. Sal checked in. He's going to join us here next. He's on his way back from the combine. The big guys are running today. We'll talk to Sal Capaccio after the update. Paul Hamilton joins for the start of Sabres pregame at 6. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR. It's Sal Capaccio. 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 On WGR. All right, a short chat here with Sal. He's on his way home, but he's made a little bit of time for us. Sal Capaccio on the West Her Hotline. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. Sal, did you get to take in any of today's events? And if so, uh, what will you uh, remember? Um, today's events, uh, just some of the guys speaking. You walk around and you can see them. You look at their stature, things like that. But no, the testing-wise, so the way it works, basically, you know, like most of the stuff that goes on that you know, I was there for this week is in the convention center, and then they go into the actual Lucas Oil Stadium for the testing. And while media is allowed to go over there, it's kind of a, a different you – know, to, to walk from the media center to go over there, and some people go in, some people don't. You can still watch it on TV. So I didn't see any of the testing that went on today before I left. How about the experience overall, Sal? I mean, we've, you've, be, you've been other years, and we've talked every day here, but just, um, you know, it's a great get-together for the media and for executives and a big showcase for players. Yeah, that's right. You know, and everybody I really talked to, I asked, you know, and interviewed, hey, what's, how's it changed over the years for you? And, you know, a lot of it is just how big it's grown. And, you know, they've changed some of the, the, out, the, the way it's laid out. Um, and you said, I posted a video today just for people to see a little bit behind the scenes. Uh, early this morning, it's on my social media feed. You could see where there's a curtain. There's all the team radio and things like that. And then there's the curtain. And then, bam, there's this big, you know, room of, podiums and everybody talking and things like that. So that's pretty interesting. The other thing about it is, and Josh Reed and I were talking about this today when he was on, I I think it's a great point. Like, you know, back in the day, I guess, whenever that is, it'd be like, these guys were so buttoned up and you don't want to say anything wrong. And they're so trained and, you know, you don't want to have a guy go up there and look any different than the other guy. And now I think their personalities come out a little more and it's, it's good to see. It's refreshing to see. I think that's been encouraged over the last several years. And, Obviously, sometimes someone says something and it makes headlines for the wrong reasons, but I think a lot of it's met with a lot of positivity positivity now. And, hey, look at this guy. He's got this personality. And a lot of that also comes from now the changing landscape of college guys, NIL, and making money off their brands and the things they're endorsing. And I think that's a really cool change. Yeah, and I also think it just – you know the, the the way the job is done from the outside in, from the from the team's perspective and the scouts' perspective. I feel like they probably have learned a lot uh, through the years, and you've got younger people coming in all the time, and that changes some of the judgments that were made and things you might have. I saw a quote from Daniel Jeremiah today that said something about he can remember hearing from like personnel people a long time, to- a pretty long time ago, about guys with tattoos. And that being right. a concern, right? I mean, yes, I mean right. oh, my God, like how how backwards and old does that sound now? It's unbelievable. It really is. And I, I just think it's awesome that we um, that we see a lot more of the personality come out in these guys. And I think that really helps teams more than hurts them, right? You, you think back and say, well, if they're hiding things or they don't, they're afraid to say things, I don't think that's the case anymore. They're like, here, this is who I am. And I think it's really good. And, you know, that, that player survey came out about the NFLPA and the Bills scored pretty highly. I mean, in most of the, you know – owner and team and coach stuff and I think a lot of that is what we've heard of players through the years and what I've heard in locker room is Buffalo is a place where guys are encouraged to be themselves and you can go there and 
be the best version of yourself, right? And I, I think that's a good thing now that, that we're living in that space. And I thought that was cool this week to kind of see some of that and, and learn some of that. And then obviously a lot of the, the league stuff is happening, right? Today you guys probably saw some of the stuff coming out of the competition committee now later in the week, and that mm-hmm. was going on today where, you know, not, not much, nothing's really going to change on the tush push, it looks like, uh, or the fumble through the back of the end zone. However, we are looking at something happening with kickoffs here, and, and, and something I'm in, interested in going forward and I really want to see happen is something changing on onside kicks or fourth downs, having the ability to get the ball back at the end of a game. It's always been something they've kind of talked about. They never come to a resolution, whether it's a fourth down play or – you know, some other way to do it, that would be something. And now new technology. I mean, here we are 30 years after wondering why you can't put a chip in a ball or have laser technology. It feels like maybe that's actually happening sometime soon. Yes, there was a tweet that it's possible the yellow line you see on TV will be official uh, starting this year. I mean, maybe that's a little early, but at least it's being discussed. So, Sal, uh, one position group we've talked about this week, I know you and I yesterday, defensive line, sort of trying to weigh where the draft's strengths and weaknesses are. And, of course, the Bills and their roster defensive line, they have a lot of potential departures. Today is the linemen, the defensive linemen, running and working out. Uh, Byron Murphy, maybe a first-round pick, often projected in the first round, uh, seemed to have a pretty good performance here. Tavondre Sweat, one of the bigger Guys ever to show up for the combine? Three sixty six, mm-hmm. you know, ran a five three, which is undoubtedly faster than I could run at less than half his weight. Uh, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say less than half yet, Bulldog. That's a little <laughs> right. a little your, early. Your goal maybe is to get to less than half his weight. Right, right, right. Uh, so, Sal, de- defensive tackle, you know, even edge for the Bills this year. How do you think it rates for what they'll need? Pretty highly. Um, I think that we could be looking at early draft picks on the defensive line. I mean, let's just look at the sheer numbers, guys. Um, you know, they're going to be really needing defensive linemen, defensive tackles. I wrote about defensive linemen yesterday. I wrote about linebackers today. And, you know, that's, a, that's an area that they, they've played off each other so well over the last few years and how the system is constructed with the Bills. The Bills aren't a super fancy system. And, you know, if you're doing your job up front, the linebackers can eat on the back end. And look what Matt Milano's been able to do, right? It's a penetrating system up front. But here's the difference. At linebacker, they're pretty set, right? I mean, like, they, after some questions last year, that's not the case. That's not, they, are, they have question marks at defensive tackle. Think about this. Seven guys ended the season on their roster at defensive tackle. Two are under contract now. And that's Ed Oliver and Ilianku, who's basically a practice squad guy. They're going to have to replenish it. Now, how they do that, is the question. We know the Bills would love to get a guy like Daquan Jones back and what he does. Daquan Jones is a bigger body. He's, what, 6'3", 6'4", um, 320-something pounds. He's much different than Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver works better when he's got a guy like Daquan next to him, a guy like Sweat. Right. He doesn't work as well when he's a guy like Murphy next to him, right? So I think that's got to be taken into consideration of how the Bills want to run their system. Yeah, I've thought all along, like, you know, early on in the process here, couple things murphy's probably going to be gone by the time they pick anyway and maybe 28 is too early to go for sweat but i i think murphy to me is at oliver and as much as you like at oliver having two at olivers is probably not where you want to be yeah i agree with that now sure could you rotate in you have two at olivers one comes off the bench great or in really good passing situations yes i think the question is value though bulldog right like right. do you really want to reach for a guy in the first or second round to have a second at Oliver replace that Oliver. I don't think that's the case. 
Right. Um, I think that and, – and, and it's not like you're looking at Ed Oliver only one more year where they drafted maybe Tremaine Edmonds' replacement in Bernard a couple right. years ago. Ed Oliver just signed a contract extension. He's on the books for three more years. So, yeah, I think that's the way to – the route to go. If you're looking at defensive tackle, I think they're looking more – if they're, they're going to take a guy that's going to start, if they don't get Daquan Jones back, it's probably the bigger body. But otherwise, yeah. they will look for depth. And I think if you're not looking for that, that, that Ed Oliver type, then you're probably not drafting that guy in the first round. Exactly right. And I think Murphy is more – Murphy, I mean, look, Lance Zerline compared him to Ed Oliver on his, um, right. on his you know, NFL profile. And then you know, you know who he compared um, – who was the other guy? There was a guy, the, 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 um, the uh, Penn State guy you were just talking about there a little while ago. Uh, Chop. Mike Chop. Chop and he Robinson. compared him to Micah Par- Parsons, actually. So, you know, and they went to the same school, too. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of different um, – there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of different flair and flavor at that position. Like, there is a lot of positions – but, um, yeah, I think that this is, um, this is a situation where if the Bills are going to reach for a guy high, they're going to take a guy high, I should say. You're probably looking at more of the bigger body type than the Ed Oliver type. A couple more. One thing that I thought – I just said it once to be kind of funny, uh, at least funny to me. And then I heard it somewhere else, like sort of conventionally this week, the notion, Sal, that if you're looking for a wide receiver toward the end of the first round, the guy you – might want you maybe you hope he bombs at the combine maybe you feel like he, he's been so productive you're already sold you just got to get the other teams off the scent uh i don't know is that something you think actual nfl people would think yes 100 <laughs> percent. go back to go back to the combine that gabe davis was in brandon bean there, there there's the embedded videos brandon bean said boy i hope he doesn't run that fast or something right. along those lines yep. like he didn't want him to jump off the page and have other people go, oh, look at this guy and what he's doing. Because as I've told you guys before, and just to explain to everybody, the combine is really confirmation. That's what it is. Nothing new is going to come out of the combine from what you saw through scouting these guys and going and meeting with them at their various schools. So if something does, if there's something that doesn't match up with what you scouted and you've seen, that's when you got to go back and say, what did we miss? What's going on here? Otherwise, it's honestly just confirmation with a lot of these guys. One more, Sal. We'll let you go. Uh, Bulldog just dropped on me a few minutes ago that he he might say his favorite idea to be Allen's backup is Tyrod Taylor. I had not thought about that at all. I was sort of thinking out loud yesterday about Zach Wilson, who they the Jets are saying is they're willing to trade. Imagine that. But that's eleven million dollars. I just only got as far as spot track. I'm like, forget it. Um, it, do you have a favorite idea yet? Is there a player you think might be best for that role? Is it wide open? What? Uh, my favorite idea is to not invest much money into it. I'll tell you that. So $11 million is way too much, obviously. But um, I don't know if I have a favorite player. I like that. I didn't think about that. Bulldog, good job. I, now I'm going to think a little bit about Tyrod. Tyrod yeah, Taylor, I don't, that shouldn't cost a, a lot, no. I don't think. I think it's weird, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, he's, he's, he's a guy, you know, he's going to come in, he's going to work, he's going to be a guy that, you know, he's going to do everything he can to, you know, be ready to play. I know that. But it doesn't seem like the kind of guy the Bills might necessarily prefer. Look at the guys they've had, and I'm going to bring up a name. Mitch Trubisky's out there, guys. Mitch Trubisky's going to cost a lot of money. I mean, he could be somebody that comes back to Buffalo. But here's the other thing I would say. Don't discount Kyle Allen coming back, and don't discount the fact that maybe Shane Buchel becomes his backup. He is three years in the league now. He's not going to cost you any money. He's on the practice squad last year. He's been with the Chiefs, with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. He's with the Bills now with Josh Allen. The Bills brought him back. I mean, that could be the guy. My favorite idea is to spend a very little bit of draft capital and or spend very little money to have Josh Allen's backup. 
Okay. I'm a no on Trubisky now, and it has nothing to do with money. He's in a very different place than he was when the Bills brought him in here a few years ago. I feel like I've watched him play enough since he was here that I just think I don't want to have to count on you at all. And yeah. and I I don't know Kyle Allen I might feel the same way about if he'd had to play it all this year but he didn't so you know I know be careful but Trubisky I just feel like watching him in Pittsburgh like every flaw that they've ever attached to him I feel was evident every time he dropped back to pass I just I just understandable not, just no no and you know what would would you not say the same thing about Kyle Allen too because I think there's a fear of that right he did not look sure. that great in no. preseason and so if you want to go look at he was asked, Brandon Bean was actually asked, guys, just so you know, uh, Tuesday with the local media, has the time come to draft a young quarterback? I don't think it is. I think you got what, – what's the difference between that and Shane Buchel to me? I mean, you got three years in with this guy. It just – you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you have to do that. Now, the, the difference would be you could have a guy on a four-year rookie contract. But let's remember, if you draft a guy, you got to either keep him on your roster or you got to waive him, and you could wind up losing him anyway to another right. team. At the you got to believe he's really ready to be your backup. Exactly right. And they did draft – from there a couple of years ago uh, after Allen was fairly well established, which I forgot about when we talked about this recently, you know, uh, spending a draft pick on a backup. All right, Sal, have a nice rest of your trip home, and we'll talk again soon. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Got Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline, live from Chicago O'Hare Airport, I believe. Uh, Could be Midway, I don't know. Uh, I just know he's flying through Chicago. Anyway, his reports, regardless of where he's coming from, are brought to you by New York's only outlet, Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Oddly, Sal flew from Eastern Time to Central Time on his way home. That can be a little confusing. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I guess that's right. Yeah. In fact, maybe Sal did get mixed up. He texted us earlier, uh, like, trying to make the plans today. Maybe that's why. Because he, he, had, he had to fly through Central Time and then back. I think he had more. On leap year. He thought he was going to Charlotte, I think, is when he. So he thought he'd be on our time, and then he, he mixed it up. And it was Chicago, not Charlotte. On leap year, having to fly through Central Time to get home from Indiana, I could see how that could throw somebody, right. even if it didn't throw Sal. Very weird uh, world. Leap year. Do you know that on the the, the hundreds, like the, I want to say the, yeah, like t- 2000, 2100, the year 2100, 2200, only one out of every four of those do you actually observe leap year? Like in the year 2100, which would normally, like it's a multiple of four, right? So it would be a leap year, but it won't be. What? That's how it is. You, 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 it's not tilt. every four years forever. I'm on tilt. It's no. not every four years forever. When it's like double yeah. zeros at the end of the year number, oh. often it's they, they skip leap year. Oh, that's tough. That is tough. Imagine Sal having to fly home from the combine in the year 2100, having to figure out when to call in. It would be hard. 
And we're Sh- still sitting here my- going, man, smoke. Thir- 13 seconds. <laughs> smoke. I mean, it'll be our 10,000th. I did the math on it. It'll be our 10,000th show. Smoke coming out of our ears trying to figure out why they're not having leap year this year. Didn't they just have it four years ago? Why didn't they? Pre-game. Oh, let's get into this with Paul. Oh, yeah. Great Pre- idea. Pre-game with Paul Hamilton at 6 here on WGR. Sabres and Lightning coming up soon. Pre-game in less than 10 minutes with Paul Hamilton. Shout out to the Professional Women's Hockey League for doing great things. Right. I knew. He, I, I saw this yesterday. They For the draft, they're using the renowned gold method so that is instead of just reverse standings which can be controversial points accrued like wins and overtime losses accrued from when you're eliminated so the worst team in theory would have the most games the most time to add points but it's not losing that's rewarded it's winning really cool concept Mm -hmm. more and more attention i think being paid to it this helps and they are using pick your opponent in the playoffs. Right. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Both great. Yep. Um, what's we have almost no time here because we I talked am... about leap leap year so much. <laughs> so so much leap year. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm super impressed with the women's league. Like it, me too. I, I think they're 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 the TV has been good. They've, they've had some very good marquee events that seem to be getting a lot of respect. Um, so good, good on them. Uh, it's been kind of tangled getting there, you know, uh, you know, competing leagues and just different agendas. And so, um, I'm, I'm happy that that's, that seems to be getting some positive press. And I think the stuff that you just mentioned, uh, only adds to it, but good for them, like sort of setting themselves apart that way too. I think that's smart. Good crowds. We watched Toronto Montreal last week or before, and it was a really good crowd in Toronto for that game. We're watching another game before that. My daughter's with me and, you know, cut away to the crowd. And there's one of her teammates getting <laughs> handed a stick with her mom. Awesome. And we just sort of the house freaked out like, that's Addie. And it was indeed Addie. That's it was indeed Addie. That is fantastic. Sabres and Lightning, how loud will it be behind Paul? Find that answer out and more mm-hmm. coming up with pregame coverage beginning next here on WGR. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.